Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Serial Killers Cafe. I'm your host Stephanie here with my co-host Ariel. Hello friends. Happy Friday. Another week we've made it. Um, my kids, I think this we're on crazy week world. seven of quarantine um, here Wait, in... it's a what? What did you just say? It's, we're on week seven of quarantine. Oh my god um and we're in rhode island i know that a lot of states like some states started earlier some states started later based on like when you know cases and stuff were hitting so just crazy here in rhode island this is officially week seven um and we have people that listen from other countries don't forget oh yes that's well, very true so they could have been like in quarantine way long ago or yeah. way after us so right, but for us right. we're on week seven of navigating this crazy world right now um thankful for our health of course mm-hmm. um and the ability to be home so yeah we are super excited guys today um we are bringing back some cool serial killers we've officially wrapped up our child killers for now like we stated last week there's just not a ton of info on them so it's really hard to keep not only you guys engaged but ourselves engaged when talking about them because there's just not a lot to say apart from like okay well they killed someone and they were like eight and then they got arrested because they were eight the next day (laughs) so there's only you know there's only so much we can talk about with them and we want to obviously make sure we're bringing you good content as always we are open to recommendations Please feel free to email us, post on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Our email is SerialKillersCafe at gmail.com. You can find us pretty much at anywhere at SerialKillersCafe. Um, and let us know if you have any recommendations of someone you would like us to cover. Um, and we would be happy to do so. Also, don't be offended if we don't cover said person immediately. Because um, we have like a list that we're kind of working off of. Um, so sometimes we definitely go off list, but in general, we kind of like to stick with um, the people we have. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we definitely obviously want to make sure we're educated on the person. So we don't want to get the suggestion and then just try and do it the next day and have no clue right. anything about them. We want to make sure we've put in the time and effort so that we can have a good discussion about it for you. So today we are bringing you Mikhail Mikhail, Mikhail Popkov, the AKA the Wednesday murderer, pretty rad serial killer name. Um, he is quite an interesting fellow, guys. Um, and by interesting, I mean super fucked up. He's so so fucked up. He's, He's like, I'm gonna go out there and um, just say like one of the most messed up serial killers I've ever seen. Yeah, so um, he, his number of victims is 24 to 29 or more. Um, like we've talked about in a lot of our earlier serial killers, a lot of them, they find other murderers that are very similar to an MO of the serial killer, but they don't have enough evidence to like add that in. So they kind of just speculate, okay, well, these extra 30 murders probably were from this guy, but we just can't confirm that 100%, so we can't say they definitely were. Um, so women were his gender of choice. Um, they were all, uh, age wasn't super crazy. He didn't do like older people, but pretty much, um, 25 of them were from the ages of 19 to 28. And then four others were from the ages of 35 to 40. Um, and then he basically axed them. Yes. I said axed, like literally, (laughs) uh, stabbed them or strangled them to death. So, um, he lived in Russia. These took place in Russia and, um, he actually wasn't arrested until 2012. So that will definitely recently. Yeah. Like 
like eight years ago, real recently. Yeah. So, and so guys, not only did he um, kidnap and kill these women, but part of his MO was to kidnap them, take them into a wooded area, make them strip out of their clothes, kill them with some sort of blunt force trauma. And then everyone paying attention here. Okay. Listen, then he would rape their dead and or almost dead body. Gross. <laughs> right? Like, no. Like, that takes, you gotta be pretty messed up. Yeah, and you have to and have a lot was, of patience. That's, like, so many steps. It's, like, a lot of things. Like, you have to have a lot of patience to be, like, okay, I'm going to start here. We're going to go through all these things. And then I'm going to wait until you're, you've are you officially died or, like, dead. Right. Then I'm going to rape you. Then, obviously, I have to, like, dispose of the body if I'm not going to leave it there. Then it's, like, oh, my God, so many. It's so many. This is, again, why we could no never be work. serial killers. Too much work. <laughs> we just, we couldn't put in that much time. That's that's yeah. it. I mean, apart from the um, fact that, like, we're not murderers. But we just, <laughs> we couldn't put in that much effort. It's crazy. Well, and also it should be noted that uh, he was a husband, a father. A policeman? A policeman, yes. Thank you, Steph. I almost forgot about that. Um, uh, yeah. So protecting like the con- protecting his country of Russia while so being a policeman, but actually being a serial killer. Which I think that's probably why it took so long for him to be caught. Um, because they, you know, there's, I saw a whole list of, um, like profiles of who they thought this man was. And it was like a steel worker or like something like had nothing to do with law enforcement at all. Um, so they were like way off and actually the uh, law enforcement ended up getting kind of a lot of crap from people about it because they were like, how did you not know this was one of your own who did this? Um, so that was definitely it, this whole story is just absolutely insane. Um, but so let's talk a little bit about. There's not really much information on his early life, but we can kind of do a brief little yeah. something on that. So, so you want to go seven? Yeah, me too. I'm sorry. Care. Okay. Okay. So he was born on March 7th of 1964 in Russia. He worked as a policeman and then later became a security guard. Had a wife and a daughter, like we said. His wife was also in the police and provided an alibi for him several times. And it was actually speculated that he was targeting women who resembled um, his reportedly alcoholic mother who abused him in his childhood. So, typical pattern, not a great childhood, abusive mother, alcoholic, but that's really all we have on his childhood for the most part. So yeah, from 1992 to 2000, he was suspected of murdering up to 29 women. He would pick up slightly intoxicated women who were like just leaving a bar or a party or whatever, use his police car and uniform to gain their trust, and then would drive them to the forest where he raped and murdered them. Um, one of his victims was decapitated and another's heart had actually been ripped out. And then, like Ariel said, he would rape the victims after they were deceased. Um, One of his victims survived his attack and later identified a photo of him. But police chose to believe his wife, who provided him the alibi. So, So, like, they had him. There was a witness who was like, this is him. And he was still allowed to go on for years after killing people after that. Right. So... He claimed to stop killing when he became impotent and had attracted syphilis. Um, And he had actually been labeled the Wednesday murderer by the police because it was referring to the day when many of the bodies were found, like Wednesday morning. 
So on June 23rd of 2012, he was arrested because he went to buy a car after having his DNA sampled along with 3,500 other police officers. So that's just like he did confess to 24 what? murders and was later charged with them on October 31st of 2013. Okay, but what does... I don't understand how buying a car has anything to do with DNA. Do they like, take DNA in Russia to buy a car? Um, it just says, I, I'll, I will double check that right now. Oh my God, can you imagine if that's what they did in Russia? That would be crazy. Can you imagine now you have to I don't buy know a if he was just there. saying I went to go buy a car. After I got my DNA sampled, and then like I don't like I don't know if they just oddly worded it because I don't see anything here that says like um, anything yeah. about a DNA sample because it says he gave his sample with a bunch of other police officers. Yeah, so I'm guessing he gave a sample and then went to buy a car and like that's where he was caught. They just awkwardly, okay. very awkwardly yeah, worded that sentence. Weird. <laughs> so, um. Yeah. So and then when at the questioning, he said, like I like I stated, the reason he stopped was because once he got syphilis, it just left him impotent and he lost the will to rape and kill. Mm. So that's lovely. That's so kind of him to mm -hmm. stop. Um, but again, he wasn't even charged until twenty third, the end of 2013. So that was like six and a half years ago. Right. He was even charged. That's crazy. Um, so it looks like they actually found, so obviously it was the DNA, but because there was a hundred percent match with sperm that he left behind on, um, more than one of the victims. Yeah. Like he, I think not because his, no, but I don't think it mattered because he was a, a police officer who seemed to be well-respected yeah, as was right. his wife and his wife just kept giving him alibis. So they were like, yeah. well, he's a cop. So I highly doubt He's, you know, like, think about it where, okay, so he probably for a long time was a cop before he started, like, raping and killing. And right. the, he was well-respected. And it sounds like his wife was very well-respected since they all took her alibi. So he probably didn't care if he was that careful or not because he knew that, like, he had a cover. And she had, like... His wife had to be so well-respected and so believable that they took her word over an actual, like, eyewitness photo lineup. Right. Like. Which is crazy. Crazy to me. Absolutely crazy to me. Um, and this is like a kind of just like a little fun fact, like to throw in there, um, that he actually got syphilis from one of his victims. Yes. Well, I love that. Like, talk I about mean, some make karma. up for anything that he did. No, but talk about like some karma. Kinda, like, not only you got an STD from your victim, it made you impotent, and then you stopped becoming a rapist and a murderer. Right, right, right. Because you were being a rapist and a murderer. Right. So, that's, that's good. <laughs> Yeah, um, at least it's something. I mean, most of them get nothing except for jail time if they're caught. Like, um, so, I don't know. Yeah, and so it literally, so it says that when the victim gave him syphilis, the police knew that the dead victim had the disease and then also discovered that he had it. And they thought, okay, this is enough to perform like a DNA test. But 
when the police talked to his wife, she gave them, him an alibi. And basically, he just became, like, more careful and kept going. Right. <laughs> He's like, I guess I'll be, like, a little more careful then. And then, like, kept going. But, like, obviously, he didn't go impotent right away. So, obviously, I he didn't kill many more people after he contracted syphilis. That basically was, like, right. the end of everything. So he probably tried and then... Failed. was like oh crap like i can't actually do what i'm trying to do so there's that right um and so <clears throat> earlier you had mentioned like his victim count was like i don't know 24 to 29 um so and that's what they had listed however after he you know went to um trial and sentenced to life in prison he was um they did charge him with 22 murders however a couple years later while he was in prison he confessed to an additional 59 killings. That's insanity. Oh my God, that's so like, many people. In the 80s. So you're talking about like 80 something victims. Yeah, 82, 81, something like that. What was it? 24 and what'd you say? 59? Yeah. Yeah, 84. So, I mean. 83. Damn, why are we so bad at math? We've got stuff. <laughs> I know. And you know what? Our parents paid so much money for a private for school education. <laughs> it's like, it's terrible. It's so terrible. Oh, man. Sorry, this Monica. is why we talk about serial killers and not about math. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're terrible at it. But that's, it's just, that's an insane amount of victims. Like, that's a very high body count. Right. For sure. Um, especially because the nature of his crimes were so violent and brutal. So to continually right. do that to over 80 woman is mind-blowing like a lot of people it's like okay there was 10 but like they took their time or like whatever it's like what he was just like back to and mind you like all of them took place basically between what 1992 and 2000 so in eight years he killed eight that's 10 people a year which is a a little under a person a month like that's that's a lot that's a lot and come on his wife had to have known something was going on well that's probably why she kept giving him alibis it's probably because she didn't want to die that's messed up. <laughs> she probably was like i don't want to be his next victim so i will definitely give him an alibi right but it's and like did she just think he wasn't doing anything and she literally was like oh i don't know he was home well okay so i was like during my research for this i came across this article okay this is this is the title of the article okay mm-hmm. <clears throat> i still love my husband who raped and murdered 22 women wife says so okay. basically his wife was interviewed stood by his side stood like this i mean so she knows that upwards of probably i mean it says 22 women i don't know but it's just we still love you like um, I'm, I gotta say, I just don't think that I would stand by my man. Yeah. I've been rewatching Criminal Minds, as you know. Um, oh, and there was a recent episode where, like, there's this, like, serial killer guy or whatever. And, like, he's in prison. And the they go, like, talk to the wife or something. And they're like, I don't understand why you stood by him. And she was like, oh, well, like, when I was sick, like, he could have left and he didn't leave me. So, um, I mean, that's special, but... But, like, he's a murderer. Like, I guess I feel like it's, like, how do you know he's not going to eventually just kill you? Also, that yeah. means you're okay with him killing all these people because you're not, like, saying anything say, to like, anyone. so much more than that. Like, I don't even care about me. I care about the fact, like, 
I mean, okay, so that girl who ended up um, picking him out of a photo lineup, so she was 15. Apparently, she looked older, whatever the fuck that means. Um, don't, like, don't they all? <laughs> yeah, seriously. But, I mean, so his wife knew that he kidnapped, and, and they have a daughter. It doesn't state how old she was, like, at all during any of this. Um, but, I mean, what if they have a teenage daughter? Right, exactly. And, like, wouldn't that, to me, I just think of, like, I just try to put myself, like, in the victim's place, like, most normal people. Like, I just feel like there's got to be something seriously wrong with with um, the wife. I agree. I mean, there's just no rhyme or reason why you'd be so okay with, like, letting your husband be a murderer and not caring about it. And not, like you said, not protecting your daughter. Right. I'd be like, hey, bye. <laughs> Right. Like, even if my husband was abusive, I'd be like, okay, this is hard, but goodbye. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, like serial killer is another level. And, like, then to find out, like, oh, it was 22. Okay, but it was actually, like, 83. Right. Well, and she, so before he confessed to those extra 59 murders, and he was saying, like, nope, I'm innocent, I'm innocent. She, once again, stood by her man, and she was saying, like, uh, nope, I don't believe it. He did not commit these murders. Uh, I mean, they have a 100% match on his DNA. And she's still like, nope, 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 nope. She's also quoted saying, we've been married for 28 years. If I suspected something wrong, of course I would divorce him. I mean, obviously not, though, because... Well, you didn't divorce him. He's in jail. You kept giving him an alibi. Like, did you even ask him where he was? Or were you... Or right. Like, the cops were literally, like, we're pretty sure he actually murdered and ripped someone's heart out of their body. And she was like, that's so weird. I'm. Pr-. He was actually in the other room watching right. him. Like, don't and you think you'd I always that? wonder, like, did he come home and be like, hey, if the police ask... Like, I was, I don't know. Like, I always wonder how that conversation went. Or did the police just knock on her door and she was like, oh, no, nope, I don't know what you're talking about. He was with, like, I just wonder, did she support him so much without his asking? Like, how did that work? Because if my husband all of a sudden came home with him and was like, listen, babe, if perhaps anyone asked, I just, I just want you to tell them that I was home all night on Tuesday. First of I all, I would ask four million questions. I, I am crazy, okay? I'd be like, where were you? Who are you with? Where? Let me check your phone. Was it a bitch? Let me, like, I would be... Was it a bitch? I can't. Like, you know me. Like, I love my husband so much that, like, that's how much I'd be like, you're what psycho. were you doing? Where? Yes, like, I am. And, like, people are like, you're crazy. And I'm like, sorry, I love him so much that, like, I genuinely would be insanely mad and jealous if he went and dated someone else. Like, we got married. I feel like I'd have a right to be upset about that. Sure. Like, but, like I feel like he was like, you I have really a right. need you to cover for me if the cops come by. But, like, let's take, like, about 40 steps back and talk about right. what like, I wouldn't be like, no props, babe. And she's and then, cop, like, which for dinner. Which I don't that she's not doing her job as a cop either because she's fucking lying to other police officers. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Did we mention that? That she was a police officer guys yes because we talked about how much respect she must have had that they all took her word oh okay for some reason i didn't think you mentioned that pregnancy Um, brain is really getting to in this moment because we had a five-minute conversation about the respect the other police officers had for her you have no idea like i mean i do i've done it well you do because you have children (laughs) but like guys anyone who does not have children i just want to warn you right now like what pregnancy really is okay 
um, it is like this, having full conversations about stuff and then genuinely forgetting that you just not remembering any of it. It's outrageous. It's wild. That you get a cute baby. That's what I keep telling myself. That's the truth. Like at the end of all this, I get a little baby. Mm-hmm. And but like super cute and snuggly, wiggly. <laughs> Guys, I want you to know this is how Stephanie talks to her son. Yeah. I mean, like, I talk regularly. to him like a normal person, but I also talk to him like that. And if it makes you guys feel better, he mocks me back and goes, booja, 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 right in my face. <laughs> he's three, by the way. He's not like 16. And I'm like <laughs> talking to him like a baby. I'm just, he's three. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I don't want you to think like I'm like that creepy mom whose kid's like going off to college. And I'm like, booja, booja, baby, baby. Because I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I might be. Who knows? I'm, I'm just going to say, who are we getting? <laughs> um, anyway, guys. So... <clears throat> uh back <laughs> we're like all off track now i know sorry back yes. to mikhail so anyway yes first of all his wife is there's another level of like creepiness there because like aaron and i said like i would there's no way like our husbands would come home and be like so the police are going to be by tomorrow and i would love for you to tell them i was here and us be like no problem sure like, no problem the fuck you been doing Right. I need all the answers. Like and I need all the details so then I can decide if it's still worth giving you an alibi or not. Like is it like or am I just gonna lie and be like, I'll totally give you an alibi and then secretly sneak out of the house and turn you in because you're crazy. So I feel like those are very important things. Also, his daughter apparently is uh, much like the mother. And um when this all like first happen sorry guys my dog wants to come in and out repeatedly um so that noise in here is my door opening and closing every five minutes i don't even hear it it's so high i know it's very exciting say hi to everyone guys i posted a picture of us doing research on our facebook page so she likes to hang out with me uh while we record right Zach? yeah okay so anyways his daughter is quoted saying I do not believe any of this. I always felt myself a daddy's girl. Okay, just because you, like, have a good relationship with your dad, it doesn't mean that he is not actually a serial killer. <laughs> like, especially with all of this proof. I mean, I, I can't even imagine. That would be an awful thing to have to accept. Especially if you and, had a good dad. Like, imagine if you had a really good dad, what? like your dad, and then found out he was, what? like, a serial killer. You'd be, oh my God. You'd be like, was, no, this is not a thing. So right. I could see it. I could see it. If he was, like, a great dad to her, and a lot of serial killers are great to their family. Like, yeah, they're yeah. wonderful people. They work hard outside of the house. They bring home income. They help out. Like, they're involved in right. and coaching. And, like, like, it's not like they're, like, creepy loners. Like, they're very involved in their families and their families' lives. So, like, to find out, like, oh, so the guy who means everything to me, my dad, is actually a serial killer, I can understand her being like, nope, sorry, I can't accept that because... But only to a certain extent. Because then when they come to you and say, we have 100% definitive proof, that this is a DNA match to several of these victims, like, you kind of have to wonder. Like, there's... DNA doesn't lie. You know, people lie, facts can be, you know, confused, that kind of stuff, but at the end of the day, like, that shit is science. <laughs> and it wasn't just like, oh, yeah, he might be a match. Oh, it's similar. No, like, 100% proof. So at that point... As, I mean, again, I've obviously never been in this situation, 
but you kind of kind of get to a point where you're like oh shit okay maybe i need to actually consider this um but like you said like he was a totally normal dad in this interview she's like he would ride bikes with me he took me shopping he would pick me up at school like um so he was like a totally normal dad um so i think she struggled most because she just said her dad did not fit any of the classifications what they were accusing him of um, yeah, like especially like working in law enforcement, his wife worked in law enforcement. They're very respected. Um, so it's just a lot of those like little things makes it. Yeah, yes, I agree. Like obviously DNA is DNA. You can't fight DNA. I do enjoy when people try to because like it's not how DNA works. They're like, if right. you get it, totally must have been someone else. Like it's right. not <laughs> it's not how this works. But thank you. Um, so. But it's just crazy. It's crazy to realize, too, that he probably did have, like, a very good life, but just had this, like, urge to murder and yeah. rape and kill. And, right. Like, it's it's wild. It's wild to me. And so this article is from 2015. So, I mean, five years ago. Um, but I believe, when did he confess to those additional 59 people? Like, I believe it was after this, or it was 2015 that he confessed to that. So I don't know if this was before or after this article and interview was written because, sorry, but if he's saying, yes, I did kill those 22 to 24 people, but also here's an additional 59 that you can link me to. Like, I don't know. I Which think also that always makes you wonder when, like, they don't want to tell you, like, other serial killers, and they, like, don't want to tell you, and you're like, but you're, we already caught you. You're not going anywhere. Like, right. just be honest. So, um... It's just crazy. And like I said, I mean, the nature of the way he murdered these women, these women was so gruesome. Like a lot of the brothers of these females and stuff would be like, I felt so sick because her body was so mutilated. Um, oh, and I also clarified that when I read earlier about the DNA, they, the sentence that we had researched about was just really confusing. He, him and 30 other police, 3,500 other police officers had just taken DNA tests for... I'm assuming to like be in the system, like something for the police. And then he happened to go buy a car and that's when they got the results back. Okay. But I don't know why they put it like, he, like it made it seem like, oh, I went to go buy a car. Imagine if they took your DNA to get a car. That would be fucking. I, well, I know Russia does things very differently than we do. So all I'm thinking is like, wow, maybe they're like that serious that they're like, yeah, you can buy a car, but cheek swab. Thank you. Also, guys, he was nicknamed the werewolf as well. Um, and and, he had a few nicknames. Yeah, so the Wednesday murderer was obviously based on how or when the bodies were found, which was usually like Wednesday morning, um, which uh, which is weird to me because I feel like if you're following women out of bars that are slightly intoxicated, like, is Tuesday a big drinking day? I don't, like, am I too... Yeah, right, that's... Random. So, and then the werewolf, which was just more like the spontaneous nature, like because the crimes were so gruesome and they seemed to happen so like spontaneously, like he literally would right. be like stopped by a bar, pick up a girl and then decided he's going to kill her. So right. the werewolf was given just because of like how spontaneous like the crime seemed to be like there was really no like apart from the fact that they all kind of looked similar there wasn't a lot of other major like things that pegged them together apart from the fact that they were like at bars so a lot of people and said, they were uh plus size i feel personally attacked i just want you to know that because he probably would have killed me yeah just saying just saying uh -huh. i'm like his exact victim so there's that yeah so every time i watch what's um uh sounds of the lambs uh-huh you know with buffalo bill 
and every time I watch that, all I can think is I'm like, oh, he would have, I would have been Buffalo Bill. I would have been <laughs> in that creepy little thing, putting lotion on my skin so he can All make I think of all the time is how out of shape I am, that if someone was ever kidnapping me, I would probably just let them because I would be so out of shape that I like wouldn't be able to <laughs> run. <laughs> And like I'm not a big person. I'm just not in wow. I'm not in good shape. Like I right. like I struggle like most people in the world to like right. do basic You're things. You're one of those skinny people who just like is not in great shape. No, I'm just, just not. I'm I try, but I, it just says I really like carbs. And that's really what my downfall is. <laughs> yeah. Like pasta is like as soon as we're done with this episode, I'm literally gonna go make some pasta. So I knew you were gonna say pasta. I was just gonna say this bitch is gonna say make some pasta. <laughs> Guys, she'll like be like, uh, I need a little snack. I'm gonna make a bowl <laughs> of pasta. <laughs> what? Okay, well I'm actually having it for lunch, not a snack, but that's only because Whatever. I opened my grapefruit this morning. It was completely not good and i like oh, went to take a bite of it and was like <laughs> and i was like or maybe that's oh. how grapefruit tastes and i forgot it was either way it was not a good experience for my taste buds so <laughs> i need something i really enjoy <laughs> i was punished by fruit so now i need carbs <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> so anyway guys that is uh mikhail popkov he is something else and he is a very normal looking human in case y'all were yes, very normal looking human does not look super crazy creepy nothing he's very normal no. looking human so um wild just wild so crazy to me the other thing before we go that like kind of i don't know i guess bothered me a little bit is there's no talk of his victims other than that one girl that id'd him it was just like yep there's 80 different people at the end there's no further talk about them. They don't. They don't list any of their names anywhere. Like nothing. It's all just, like I guess that's why I liked when we did the child killers because it was more about the victims than this. Where it's like this, we can't even find any other victims' names. It's like just all about him. Yeah, um, it was very hard, and I don't know if it was a choice. Like I don't know if the families didn't want a lot of their information out no. or. You know, um, there's definitely other serial killers we've done where we have a lot of information on the serial killer and the victims, but right. there just wasn't a ton of information on his victims. So don't don't think we just like bypass them like we don't care. We just we yeah, that's that, I think that was my point is like don't worry, we're not just like ignoring them because that's a lot of freaking people. Yeah, I mean there obviously was definitely a few um, names out there, but it wasn't enough information to really like say like okay, it was this person, this is where she was from, so she was doing so. But that is um, what we have for today. Uh, Mikhail was, like we said, very fucked up. Very, very, you know, very, very gruesome serial killer, yeah. for sure. Um, but, yeah, that's all we got, guys. So. At least he got syphilis. That's true. And the syphilis made him impotent and also made him never rape and kill again. Right. So, right. It, like, it wasn't just like he got syphilis and recovered. He got syphilis and it completely ruined everything for him. So, like. It's oh, something. and guys, he's he's current. He's still in prison. Like he's just. That's it. That's all we have for his update. He's right. just obviously still there. So yes, happy Friday, guys. Um, please remember to like us, rate us, uh, send us suggestions, comments, concerns, questions, anything you have. We would love to hear from you. Um, and we are super excited to keep bringing you episodes. Uh, we hope everyone is staying safe and staying home. And wearing masks if you're going out. And wearing masks if you're going out. And hopefully some of you have nicer weather because it has not stopped raining in Rhode Island in 480 years. 
Okay, it's been like four days, guys, but it has sucked. <laughs> but it sucks because you're stuck inside. Like you're like yeah. being inside. Right. It's like you get one nice day and then you get like five days of rain. And then you get one nice right. day and then you get another five. It's like if I'm going to be stuck inside, that's fine. But let me go in my backyard. I know. Right. Yeah, it's definitely not ideal. No. So hopefully you guys are having a better time than we are. <laughs> Weather-wise. Other- yeah. Otherwise, we're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, thank you again. Um, we really appreciate you guys as our listeners. Um, and we are looking forward to next week's episode. Yay, bye guys. Bye-bye.